welcome to the Hear Us Loud podcast, joined by Tom Shepard. Hiya, you right? <laughs> right. How 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 you been today? Yeah, pretty good, mate. I mean, the weather's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, not bad. How are you? I've been good. Weather's amazing. Just uh, witnessed a terrible loss of my iPhone 6. What did you do to it? Uh, I tried to take it out of the plug and it fell on the laminate floor and shattered into a million pieces. Absolutely devastated about that. Uh, you know, but weather's nice. What more can you ask for? Well, true. Right. So, do you have any hobbies or anything? Do you have any hobbies? Yeah. Um, I play music a fair bit. I used to be a performing musician, but I, I, I don't do that so much anymore. Mm. So I've been playing the guitar a little bit more. Um, I play quite a lot of the old school Pokemon games. I just, right, I just, right. I just started a new game on Pokemon Blue. I'm doing a Nuzlocke challenge, which means that none of I've got to give all of my Pokemon nicknames. Mm-hmm. So, the, so it means more if they die. And if they faint, you're not allowed to revive them. Right. They, they actually die. So I was going through Mount Moon, and I hit a nasty Raticate, killed my Pidgey, which was called Pokey, after Carl Pilkington. Heartbroken. I was absolutely devastated. As you would be. But one of the other rules as well is that you can only catch the first Pokemon you encounter in an area. And on the way to Mount Moon, I encountered a Jigglypuff, level 5. I was like, I am having you. Caught it. Um, avoided as many trainers as I could, went and got the Moonstone, evolved it into a Wigglytuff. I had a level 5 Wigglytuff, that's still on my team. I've got a Nidoqueen, uh, I've got a Butterfree, and my starter Pokemon was Squirtle, which is now a uh, Wartortle. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, and my two hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> Music and... Pokemon, Pokemon as it should be, as I it should I be. I am 29, so I think it's all right to still be playing Pokemon. What, what is it that you enjoy about Goodwin? Um, it's the fact that, like as a staff member, you you have quite a lot of freedom, and every day is different. If you don't mean it, so yeah. you're not um, you're not micromanaged. You know, it's not like a really rigid structure. Uh, when I haven't been unemployed, which I have been for a lot of my adult life, mm-hmm. I've been working in warehouses and call centres. And like in a call centre, say for example, you every minute is monitored. Uh, you know, they say every you know uh, calls are monitored and recorded for training purposes. Even as a staff member, there's a quality assurance team always listening to what you're saying. When I was a team leader in a call centre, I had to tell off. I was like 21, and I, I had to. Basically, I would go at a fella that was 44 because he swore in between calls because <laughs> people listening to it. Don't they? It made me so uncomfortable. Or like in a warehouse, it's just, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, not, it's, not, the, it's not the kind of work that yeah. for me feel is fulfilling. Do you know what I mean? It, you know. Yeah, totally. So. But yeah, like, what is it What is it that originally brought you to Goodwin, as I should say? I, I came here as a participant on a project, um, same as you, everybody working on the, on the project. When I... When I came here, I was 25, homeless, unemployed, um, and yeah, my, men, my, my, men, excuse me, my mental health was terrible as well. Mm. Um, and Goodwin is it, great because it doesn't see you for the 
for your deficits. Do you know what I mean? It, it, don't, it doesn't see you as a problem to be fixed. Yeah. You know, so like, like I said, I started as a participant, participant on, a, on a project, became a support worker. And the way I became a support worker is because people who worked at Goodwin identified me as somebody that would be good. Do you know what I mean? I've got some of these assets that would be good to work here. Yeah. Um, and, I, and since I've worked here, I've been promoted twice, you know, so the, that I've got, I've got a home, do you know what I mean? I mean, I don't own it from a credit rating, to <laughs> from when I was a <laughs> you know, I, I've got a home that I, I, I love living at, you know, I've got a stable income and my mental health, like my diagnosis is chronic anxiety and depression. And I, it's just not so much of an issue for me anymore. You know, yeah. what I mean? I, like I, I don't have those, I don't have those periods where I'm so down. I feel like there's there's no point in it, and there's I have no value, and I don't know when that depression is going to end. You know, mm. I still get anxiety. This morning I, I've been like, oh god, I'm so so anxious. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's just nowhere near as bad. So yeah, that's how I, I came to be here, um, and now you know, running a project where um, supporting 16 to 29 year olds that are unemployed. To me, it's just, um, it's a dream to have uh, been given the tools and the space to, to be able to sort of pass it on because I know intimately that all of those barriers can be overcome. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if, if I can support other people to do it, that's just, that's a, yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, I, I 100% respect that in everywhere, shape or form. Thank you. What's, what's like, when, when it comes to being at Goodwin, what, what is it that, makes it you know less work more something enjoyable you know because like what you know every everyone wants to find a job that they can enjoy because yeah. then it's not really work if you're enjoying it what's what's a course last project that you've really just enjoyed working on um it's a good question i mean we um like i say every day is different and and there are so many different things that we've done it's hard to remember it all i've been working on the the, the last big thing that I worked on was a, a festival that we streamed online, and that was really that was really fun, really enjoyable. Um, and and everybody working on it went on into you know like uni or, or work, um, so it felt like it was meaningful. Um, and it was like it was during that short period in during lockdown where things were starting to open up again, so we was able to get bands in and record and all this sort of stuff. So yeah, that that's probably the my favourite thing. Yeah. What's what's something that like uh, you've like learned from working at Goodwin, and something that sort of like not like um, change in a way, but like something that you've got from Goodwin personally that you I don't think you would have got anywhere else. A sense of purpose, mm. yeah, a sense of meaning. That, that that ultimately that's it. That's the point of life, really, to to, to find a sense of meaning, and you know people derive it from all kinds of different things. There's no real, there's no real secret, no real generic answer for everybody. Yeah. For me, it's to feel like I'm having some kind of a, a meaningfully positive impact. And I like, I still get stuff grossly wrong. I, I, <laughs> say I, still, I still really mess up sometimes. Yeah. But you know, it, I've, I've developed a resilience and a strength to be able to accept, all right, I've messed up there. Learn from it and move on. Cause yeah, that's, 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 exactly, that's exactly what it is. That's like the key to just grow in, yeah. like as a person, just you, like you've just got to learn. Cause like some, you can't win your whole, you can't have your whole life winning every situation. Sometimes you've got to take a couple of losses. That's true. And this is, this is what makes us the people we are. 
I think so, and it's partly why to bring it right back to Pokemon, which you can always bring it back to Pokemon. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. This is why I'm doing the Nuzlocke challenge. This is why because Pokemon Blue, I must have red, yellow, whatever. I must have completed hundreds of times, and that's just not a challenge anymore. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Now, if if one of my Pokemon faints, it's dead. And uh, honestly, it, it broke me up when little Pidgey died. Hmm. I can I can imagine. I should have overtrained. <laughs> right. Um, do you have any non-Goodwin-related projects or stuff going on? Um, not really. I mean, I um, I'm learning to drive. I had my first lesson yesterday. How did that go? It was this. It was real good. I had a total good. lesson. Glad to hear it. I went. Um, I got into fourth gear. I went left and right. And I drove all the way home. Hey. Which included Beverly Road. I'm proud. I'm proud, you Thank know. You. <laughs> it's like it, learning to drive is something else. Like, I've, 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 I watch people do it every day of my life. But I just, I just, I don't know when, like, I'm going to be able to learn. Because I just don't think I'll be able to get the hang of it. It's too much. Mm. And it's too much, like, like, nothing. I struggle the most with, like, um, doing things under pressure like when it's like like if i was at like a red light and i have to make a decision on where to go and there's people behind me i, I don't know what i'd do I'd, I'd just get out the car and walk and just leave the car in the middle of the road it, well i mean you say that but there's something in like recording when you're recording music or anything like that there's this thing called red light syndrome and, uh, and as soon as you start recording uh, you you know you like you stutter or you start messing up your chords and all this sort of yeah. stuff, everything goes off kilter. We're recording now, and you seem pretty chill, you're dealing with the, the pressure pretty well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe you're underestimating yourself. Maybe so, maybe so. We'll have to see when I get on the road. Yeah. Hopefully there's no one else on there. Um, how, how would you say Goodwin tackles learners in a way that's different from you know, your box standard college or school? Um, there's, a, uh, there's a level of respect, uh, I, I think, that... Um, yeah, I suppose... It, it's hard to say without without sounding too um, critical of formal education at uh, schools and, and colleges and stuff, but there, there for sure isn't the thing of whether you're cold or not, you need to take off your jacket because you're indoors. You know, mm. We're never going to do that. Um, I think also the way that we like to operate is that people get as much responsibility as they can shoulder, um, and I, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, like th this podcast is a good example of that. I think you know where people have got roles, and you know the, it's it's for you it's for you to do that, uh, and if it didn't get done, it it don't get done. Yeah. So so maybe these are some of the differences, um, and again you know it, it's. Building up relationships with people in a way that a, a tutor probably can't because they don't have time. There's, you know, what I mean, we don't work with as many people. So, you know, some of the some of the moments that will stick with me are helping people that are homeless get into a hostel and sitting with them in the Wilson Centre for three or four hours. Yeah. You know, because that's a, that's actually genuinely meaningful. You know, that's the first step into onto them becoming the person that they want to be in Camden. Because any one of us can find us 
ourselves in a situation where we're wrong. So again, I know, I know this firsthand. And you just, you know, like the, there's something called the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and it talks about if you don't have security um, and meaningful relationships and, you know, uh, housing sorted and all of this sort of stuff, then you can't transcend onto the next thing. Um, and it, you know, and you, you can't. Happiness is an unrealistic thing to aim for. Mm -hmm. You're never going to be fully happy because the people you love are going to die. You're going to yeah. fall over something else. Do you know what I mean? But to, to achieve a sense of meaning is difficult to do when you don't have those basic things met. So helping people achieve that is something that, that we can do, I think. Yeah, totally. I mean, as, as a learner, yeah, what I found was so, like, different from anywhere else I've been. Mm. It's so, like, um, like, it's all like it's no there's no like um hierarchy of like oh yeah this is the teacher sure this is this and this is this you are the student you're at the bottom you feel like you're all on the same level and you've all got the same level of respect for one another and it feels so like f like welcoming you know what i mean do you know what i mean that's a pleasure to hear like directly from you because it's easy for me to say all of this yeah know? and of course i've been through i've been through it it as well, you know, as a participant, as a learner, whatever. So I, I can, you know, attest to it from that regard. But that's great to hear. But yeah, it's like it's so like um, it's so like uh, it, it's a perfect balance between formal and informal. Yeah. Like good. with, like we get we come in on like Mondays, Tuesdays, and like we get our work done, and you know, oh yeah, do this, you know, the papers when, you know, do all this sort of stuff. But on, we but on Wednesdays or whenever we have our own self-directed work like we've had this chat and it's been a, you know it's been a great chat and it's been nothing you know too formal no. as, I, as i should say and it's just it just shows that like i'd say this is like the way forward in in a form of education honestly because it's like in school like from my personal experience of school awful you know i was never a good kid but it's like like uh, i was like constantly fighting getting kicked out of school like um all this sort of stuff and you know i was like in a really like i was in a really uh shitty position like just come out of school no gcse's nowhere to really go closest thing was like working in a factory for the rest of my times mm -hmm. but now I've, i found it here and you know i found something that i can do and something that i want to do because that's something i always struggled with finding something that i can find interesting yeah no i can i can really get that and, and it's really hard to to try and be interested and to work really hard at something that you don't care about. Yeah, exactly. That's it? that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I 100% agree with that because it's like they're always trying to push these, all this sort of stuff on you that you have no real interest in. It's yeah. like, when am I gonna use this or bother with this ever, at some point? And it's like, I, I just think, like it's just a big shock coming from school and then coming into the real world. Like, it's such a shift that m so many people are not prepared for, in my opinion. Sure. Like, I feel like they have, um, you know, they have, like, sex ed and all this sort of stuff. They teach you all these sort of life things. But the one thing they don't teach you is, like, taxes and, like, debt and how this works, how to buy a house, you know, all this sort of stuff that they just leave you to do on your own. Yeah. Like, and it makes absolutely zero sense why not they're not going to teach me how to pay taxes, but they're going to teach me, you know, like, like algebra or something sure. and like i get that some people will use that in an application but i think just in like a tiny bit of me thinks that taxes are a little bit more helpful to everyone i think you're probably right probably i, I mean the, that's the thing is that like council tax yeah, it is a little 
no get player. Council tax is the only thing that you absolutely can't evade. Hmm. You know, I mean, if you don't pay your council tax, you could go to jail. Yeah. So always make sure you pay your council tax. That's, that's the two things we're guaranteed in life. Death and taxes. <laughs> that's the two things that we're guaranteed at birth. Death and taxes. Um, what sort of what sort of um, music have you been listening to recently? What sort of stuff you've been blasting? Well, well, I mean, when I was a kid, I was like, well, not a kid. When I was a teenager, that's when I guess everybody starts to form their own like music musical identity. Yeah. So for me, it was Mark Chemical Romance. Like, you know what I mean? Slipknot. Oh, um, love a bit of Slipknot. Everything from that over to like Arctic Monkeys. Mm. You know, so it was like the the alternative, you know, rock, all of that sort of stuff. Um, but recently, over the past year or year and a half, I've been getting into hip hop and rap. Mm. I've been absolutely loving it, man. Uh, it's made me realise that it's the best genre. It's so diverse. Um, like straight out of Compton, it's a punk album. Do you know what I mean? That, that this yeah. is this is what I'm hearing. Like every time, I, every time I listen to hip hop and rap, I'm like, this is more punk than some Sex Pistols that I've heard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. The, like the Clash are my favourite band, and they're, they're good for this. They demonstrate that punk isn't, you know, three chords and a mohawk. It's a it's an attitude and an ethos, and I, and I see that that attitude and ethos shadowed in or reflected in hip-hop and rap yeah 100 percent. yeah i completely understand that yeah like that there you you listen my two favorite genres there alternative rock and mm. like um uh hip-hop like uh slipknot i love slipknot mm. do you have any favorites of slipknot yeah i mean uh, duality never seems to leave my head just no, it never will. It's just, it's just, it's <laughs> just Corey Taylor's little bit at the beginning, <laughs> and then it's like you just see all the guys running into the building with like that, with, yeah, with like, with like the, with like the uh, thick grease like uh, seam over the screen, <laughs> yeah, you know, like two thousands grit. Just that aggro. I mean, the thing is, like, I tried listening to Michael Cormans recently, and I was like, I'm too happy. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I don't to it anymore. Yeah. Like the Smiths, I used to absolutely love. And then I listened back to it and I'm like, oh, cheer up, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not all that fun, is it? Like, I, like during during school, like uh, when I was like, um, you know, I was, I was I was being a little shit. Like, yeah, safe yeah. to say, you know, just like, uh, like completely like adopted the whole like, fuck everyone, fuck this shit sort of attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And, I had Slipknot on like through that whole period, mm. and recently I listened to um, Disaster Piece, mm. and I was like, "What? Are you alright, mate? You alright? <laughs> you wanna you, like, come on, like, alright, like, uh, like, but yeah, Slipknot are great, mm. the top tier. They've got a they've got a show mm. uh, in Iowa soon um, with uh, Suicide Boys, which is a famous like um, hip hop group." Oh, fair. But yeah, I mean, got some good stuff. Corn's on there as well. Oh, do you know what? I was just going to mention corn. Because I, I do like a bit of corn as well. Again, like Freak on a Leash never seems to leave my head when I'm making a cup of tea. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, it's just songs just stick in your head. Like, um, what's your opinion on System of a Down? Yeah, man. System, System of, of a Down, down class. BYOB. I remember being at uh, my sister's I don't know, like say 18th or whatever. 
and nagging the you know crappy disco DJ. Yeah. Just like just like tapping on top of the desk like do you take requests, mate? Yeah. It was like I play it at the end of the night. Everyone's left and you're just there like that while it's blasting. Yeah. One hundred percent. But yeah, like um but yeah, system of a downer. Class. Um what is um what sort of hip hop do you listen to? Right. So a tribe called Quest I've been listening to quite a lot. Um but there's been little little nuggets that people have been suggesting. So there's one called uh what's it? It's Freestyle Fellowship is the name of the group. Uh Inner City Boundaries, really good track. It's like got really jazzy um it's really jazzy musically. Uh the the flow is amazing. Again, really jazzy. So I've been listening to that a lot. Uh, Lil' Kim, Light Us Up, mm. absolute banger. Um, what else? A little bit of Kanye West, some of the older stuff. Mm, I, I, yeah. I, I, I can appreciate some Kanye West. Yeah, like, really um, good. Life of Pablo is the best album I think I've ever listened to. I, I don't see, so I'll know tunes from it, won't I, if I don't know the name of the album? No. Probably. Like, you, can you name a couple of tracks? Uh, Father, Stretch My Hand. Um, what some songs that you might know from there? Because that's the thing you got. You got to imagine I'm like I'm scratching the surface. Oh, I'm just I'm just getting. You have to listen all. to that album in full. Okay. Uh, the Life of Pablo. It's one of the greatest albums I think I've ever listened to, and yeah. I don't chuck that title on lightly. No. Like Kendrick um, Lamar as well. I've been listening mm, to a fair bit of. Uh, I haven't been listening to much Kendrick Lamar, but I've I've listened to some of his stuff, yeah. like uh, some of the stuff off the Pride album. Yeah. Oh, if that was was that the name of it. I don't know. Yeah, but some of some of Kendrick Lamar stuff's good. I like that. Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino is a come on fucking shout. Come on. He has some good. He has some great stuff. Yeah, man. Redbone. Mm. Is it, uh, what's the the, the that album? Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but that full album is amazing. That Redbone's on. Uh, but yeah, Childish Gambino is class. Yeah. Came from like uh, acting gigs in like a uh, community and stuff like that, and then community is amazing. Community is amazing. I have a friend who just bangs on about community. Well, it's this. Do you know what's so frustrating about uh, Donald Glover is that he's just talented at everything. Yeah, he really and is. He's been it's really like annoying. you, c- you could it's go in any, f- you could go in any form of creative media, and there is a small chance that throughout watching that thing, you'll go, "Is that Ch- is that Donald Glover?" <laughs> Like is in act is in like Spider Man and all this sort of stuff. Isn't it's just in little nidbits of everything. Yeah. And it's great. Um, here's a. Do you, are you aware of MF Doom? Man, my house, my flatmate is banging to MF Doom and has been for years, and I've just never really listened to it. Need to get on that. Yeah. Like I'm telling you right now, that is some revolutionary stuff. Well, what I've heard as well is that is like all of the greatest rappers favorite rappers. yeah exactly everyone like he's just so he's like the grandfather of rap in my opinion oh, right, like right. obviously you have you know biggie and tupac but when it comes to pioneers yeah. mf doom is the definition of ahead his time yeah, like man. you you could put mf doom on right now and you, you could not tell me that that was from an era that's not now Fair. like it like he's so like during like the whole like rap conflict that was going on where everyone was rapping about like uh you know like the struggle and like all this sort of shit, you know. And he was rapping about comics right, and like comic yeah. strips and using samples from like old like cartoons. Like he was just amazing. Right. And like he just, ri- he's just like, he's just a, such a good lyricist. Like his rhymes are 
sick. I don't, I, there's no way to describe it, but it's just heat. Oh man, yeah, I've got to try it if, it's, if you're giving him that much of a. Oh yeah, I, I 100% am. There's like, uh, there's her cakes, accordion, mad villainy. That is a class album. Oh, yeah. Really needs to put that stuff on. Like just like when you wake up or you're making your coffee or morning shower or something, just MF Doom, Mad Villainy, or just shuffle anything and there's something you'll enjoy. Yeah. I almost guarantee it. I'll give that a go. Yeah, definitely. Right. Well we've blabbered on for a little bit longer than we expected. Yeah, man, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Though. Yeah, so have I, one hundred percent. Right. Bye. Bye.